tell me what you're doing here. Let's flip a coin. As I tell you tales, we go out on a date. <laughs> Warning, Otaku contains adult language and discussion. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. <laughs> It's over 9,000! All right, everybody out there in Rain Man Digital Land, this is episode two of Otaku. My name is Greg, and joining me in the studio today is Mike. Mike, say hi to everybody. Hello, everyone. All right, everybody. Yep. Show two. In the six years that I've been doing shows with Mike, he's letting me do my own show, and we've made it to episode two, folks, so I'm doing something right, obviously. So today, we're actually just going to be talking about some news, what's been going on since the last show, uh, giving some updates about news throughout the anime fandom, and then a few things coming up uh, show-wise, next seasons, things like that. So really happy you guys are back for us for episode two. And for that, Mike, what have you, have you watched anything since, uh, since, since we did our first episode? Have you caught up on anything, seen anything new? I have been compiling a list i have not had the opportunity to sit down and actually watch anything new but i have been doing my due diligence compiling a list of things that i have to watch a to-do list a watch list and uh, also preparing for a show we're going to be doing later i've been powering through uh, evangelion on yeah. netflix yeah that is uh that it show it will be our next show everybody will be going over the new netflix version of neon genesis evangelion and giving our thoughts on it. And we'll should be joined in studio by Andrew Spindler. So he'll, he's a brand new to the, to Neon Genesis. So he'll provide a fresh view on the show. Whereas me and Mike have seen the original. So stay tuned for that episode. Uh, Isn't with, that interesting? Yeah. Like when I, on Facebook, he was originally not going to be a part of the show. Well, he got excited on the, on our post. So in our group, we, he, we post our schedule when we're going to be in here doing our shows. And Andrew's like, fuck yes, Friday. And then it was like, are you going to be on the shows with us? And he's like, and he's like, um, I'm new to anime, so I'm not sure how much like I can be of like, like assistance. And I'm just like, but you seem so excited. Well, he had made a post that he had just finished watching the first season as well oh, on, okay. on his personal Facebook page. So I'm like, well, dude, I would love to get the perspective of someone who is brand new to anime and watching Evangelion for the first time, because you and I are going to have a very different viewpoint on the series because we watched it during its original run. Yeah, I remember, uh, you know, again, for those of us that are, you know, in our 30s that had Suncoast video, <laughs> uh, I remember going there and purchasing the VHS tapes. So, yeah, um, <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it'll be interesting. And that's why I invited him onto the show yeah. for that discussion. And I even think that'll be a good view as well. And, you know, again, a new perspective and it'll actually make for a really cool show. Yeah. Uh, another thing I've been doing is um, searching for Vampire Hunter D manga because I'm a big Vampire Hunter D fan of the animes, but never have sat down to read the actual manga. Oh, they're beautiful. Um, if you use Comixology, uh, they're on there, I believe. And that's how I've been able to kind of I've bookmarked them. Like, yeah, I'm going to be pretentious and uppity with it. I, I want the physical, <laughs> want the physical with book. something like this. I am a comicsology subscriber. I have no problem reading manga or comic books on comicsology or through some digital medium. But when it's something I really want, like Vampire Hunter D, 
I'm going to buy that physical copy. Well, and it's worth it's worth buying for the art itself. I mean, yeah, even dude, if you don't really read it. I mean, uh, the, the art is beautiful. Yeah, it's really good. And on top of that, you said you're compiling a list. I'm trying to get through my list of stuff that I have to watch. So, and well, what's on your list? So I just got caught up on Attack on Titan. And uh, for those of you that watch the show, uh, let us write into us, message us if you're in our fan page. Uh, let us know what you thought of the ending of this last season. They're like, it reached the climax and then it just kind of like fizzled, fizzled out. Like, you know, like it's going, it's going, it's going. It's like, oh, sweet. I'm not going to be a five pump chump. And then it ended up being a three pump chump. Yeah. Um, That's usually me. I start off like a champ and I just fizzle and fall apart at the end. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, you know what? Never mind, guys. All right. I thought I was going to be the man. I was pounding my chest and then it just. You yeah. started coughing. Your asthma kicked in. Yeah. You know, so. Yep. I uh, just finished that. Uh, started up Kenron Ashura. So Kenron Ashura is another Netflix anime that's been released that is along the same lines of like Baki the Grappler. So it's an ultra violence, like mm-hmm. martial arts filled. Oh, my type. Uh, show. Uh, so I started that. Um, trying to get through Fire Force, which is a part of the new season of anime. Uh, Dr. Stone as well. And the list goes on. There's Fate Grand Order, which is part of the Fate Stay Night series. Jeez, you're going to be busy, man. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I just, like, I have all this list to watch. And then I go through Funimation. I'm like, oh, Helsing Ultimate. I haven't watched that in, like, six years. Let me watch it again. I know what happens, but fuck it. Why not? And... Have you have you watched Helsing at all, Mike? Or oh yeah, dude. okay, yeah, of course. I was about to say you gotta add that to your list. No, but it's like it's still a fucking rad anime. I mean, it's super violent, super gory. But See, I I love it. But I am trying to move. I, I Evangelion's one thing because we planned it for a discussion, so I needed to go and rewatch it. But I have been I have been away from the anime game for a very long time. I'm more of the the '90s, early 2000s, and for the better part of what 13 years i haven't really dug in deep with when it comes to the anime world so i'm trying to find what's new and exciting and i've found a few movies i'm gonna give a try and and i'm curious to see if you've seen them or or uh or have heard of them but one is the saga of tanya the evil i don't know if you heard about that i've heard about it i've seen i've seen it i've 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 kicked like it's on my it's on my list i know it is because i see it and it looks it's on Crunchyroll right it's now. It's fucking cool. And I'm just like, oh, I got to put, yeah, Crunchy, yeah, fucking Crunchyroll. It, they, have, That's, they have so many stuff on there, man. I mean, you can spend your entire life. Well, it's it's shitty when you have a list of stuff that you got to watch on Funimation that only Funimation has. And then you have, and then I have my Crunchyroll list, which dwarfs my Funimation <laughs> list. Dude, it's just too much, man. And, That's why I'm starting with movies and not TV series, because the TV series will take too long. I'll get my feet wet again, but... I have Saga of Tanya the Evil, and then I have Dororo, I believe is how you say it, and that's available on Amazon Prime. And those are the two that I, that's on my list, the top one and two, and I'm going to get through those. Yeah, there's, oh, fucking, I forgot Amazon has a shit ton on there now. Like, oh, it has, it has, every, every streaming service now has such a great collection. It has uh, Vinland Saga, which is about Vikings, so that's right up my alley. Um, it's got... I have not heard of that one. It's, like, it's legit. Like, it starts off like in a, with a giant fucking like Viking shit battle. And it's oh, well, I'm like, in. It's violent. It's fucking so far. It's been a rad story. And 
they there's like they have a shit other like ton of shit other stuff like they just put the um, where were these streaming services when we were kids nobody because ever, nobody ever thought of them because man it is just an a totally different era and i don't think young kids can appreciate and i sound so old and i'm not that old but i sound so old right now oh the kids just don't appreciate it but and we talked about this a little bit in our last show but when we wanted to see anime we had to look for it we yeah. had to you know search you know put a backpack on get some good walking shoes and <laughs> we get had to re- go to the darkest dungeons just to find two episodes <laughs> yeah it was a journey whereas nowadays i mean amazon hulu netflix they actually have funimation crunchyroll as streaming services now i mean it's just limitless where you can get anime now yeah and even with even with amazon they just put on there and uh they put on they put more on there than i remember um for uh ronin warriors or samurai troopers from the 90s yeah and they have like two other um two other like sagas with it and i was like holy shit i don't fucking remember these it's and, just too much man and there's so just, much like, to catch up on and there's so much to catch up on so much to watch so much to keep up with um you know, i'm gonna sh- try though are you gonna try i'm gonna I try i have to i work for the every every year i work for the the phoenix comic con or on now phoenix fan fusion that's right yeah. and i i do their anime track and trying to keep up like with every with like every fucking hot show and just every like even you know cult like you know shows that have like a huge cult following is is ridiculous and i have groups like oh i want to do a a panel on xyz show and i'm like yeah that sounds fucking awesome have you seen it no but i'll go watch (laughs) it so i know what the hell you're talking about like i'll put it on my list of a thousand fucking shows that i need to get through like you know i guess now i can really catch up on everything since i'm now you know looking for work so oh wow a little into Greg's life. Yeah. Again. Well, <laughs> now, I'm, I'm out of work again. Now I can catch up on anime. And uh, my family put me on suicide watch. So everyone Jeez. be careful <laughs> and please keep it open. Careful eye on me. Nobody recommend any really depressing animes. That'll well, probably then push you me probably the shouldn't have watched Evangelion. I mean, talk about morbidly depressing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that I already knew what was coming. So it was just kind of like, like it was like visiting an old friend. It's like, hey, buddy, how's it going? No, we're not. No, we're not going to slit our wrists this time. We're just going to we're, we're just going to sit here and enjoy the company. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Yeah, pretty much. That was it. You know, so moving on few updates in the anime fandom. Uh, so back in July, for those of you that didn't know, um, Kyoto Animation was basically set ablaze in an arson attack uh, that ended up killing 33 people. And I think that's actually risen to 35 they're still adding to the body count. Uh, yeah, so a lot of the, some people were injured, some people were critical, um people are dying in the hospital. Uh it's really Jeez. sad and it's really it's really shitty. Uh basically a 41-year-old suspect broke into Kyoto Animation Studio on Thursday morning back in July and sprayed petrol before igniting it. Um the suspect was detained and was taken to hospital with injuries. He actually set himself on fire and blocked the front door. What was his motive? Do they know? So th- what they feel the motive is is that Kyoto every I, I believe it's I don't know if it's every year or if it's like every few months or so or every quarter they do a, a manga contest where writers can write in their stories and send them in you know and be you know they win they they get something they get it published or or you know um and he states that they stole one of his ideas mm. um but Kyoto has no record of him ever it, you know sending anything in so that's what they believe the motive is. Um, that's what he stated. Wow. This, but this what, world, man. But, any, tr- but you know, what, what truth to that there is, nobody knows because, you know, Kyoto says nobody, they don't have anything from this guy. This guy said they, they did, uh, you know, and it's really sad because, you know, this was an animation studio that 
you know, people are going to work and then all of a sudden this dude busts in and basically sets himself on fire. And, and for those of you that don't know, um, the works from Kyoto animation studio, they've done shows, uh, like Violet Evergarden, which is on Netflix, uh, free, which is a, a very popular swimming anime, like, you know, competitive swimming, um, They've also done uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, which is another, you know, popular kind of, I would say show that flew under the radar that had like a, you know, it didn't blow up where everybody knew about it, but it was definitely, um, you know, one of their one, you know, one that got a lot of attention from fans. So let me get this straight. He kills 33 plus people and he survives. He has burns on his body. Yeah. So this guy isn't going to. Make no, it, he's he's not going to make it very long in prison. No, no, he's not. And you know what's really sad is that is that this was a studio that they basically made shows um, that you know they did like Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya. So a lot of them center around you know like high school girls and um, you know kind of a fantasy genre. And then you know they have Free, which again is a you know swim like a swim club uh, anime that's really popular along with um, Ice or. Um, shit it's it's a ice skating anime that's really popular mm-hmm. as well but um once it happened uh sentai filmworks set up a gofundme to help raise money for um kyoto animation and it, the, its employees and the people that were you know also the people that were affected by it uh you know that were injured and the families of those that did perish um they ended up raising uh in u.s dollars two million three hundred seventy thousand four hundred forty dollars or that translates into two hundred fifty million two hundred seventy-seven thousand seven hundred twenty-five yen, and that's just from fans donating. Um, that's not bad, but two million isn't really going to do the trick for seventy-some people. Plus, you know, I mean, that's a that's awesome, but hopefully, they end up getting more support. Well, so they've donated that. Um, there's also ways people can donate directly to Kyoto Animation if they want to. Um, that Crunchyroll did post on their forums. Um, and then at a local um, this weekend at the comic market show, exhibitors um, are donating their profits to Kyoto Animation. Um, so fans are coming together and purchasing stuff from these exhibitors, these creators, and then those creators, exhibitors are are taking that and, and giving that to Kyoto Animation. Well, that's good. That um, it's coming together. And so, and everybody, you know, voiced their support from Funimation to Disney. Um, even uh, a member from the band X Japan donated 10 million yen to the cause as well. How many, it seems like no one was able to get out unscathed because they're saying there were 70 people in the building. Yeah. No, no. 33 died. Yeah. And 36 people are in the hospital. Because he went, he went in through the front door and that was the, that was kind of, that was pretty much like the the quickest exit. Jesus Christ. So. So there's no exit points for anyone to try to escape. That's insane. Yeah. And. Even like the pictures of the fire are ridiculous um, that, it, you know, takes up like the entire build, you know, part of the building. Um, oh, he used an accelerant, you said, right? Yeah, he used, he used petrol. Um, and if you actually look at the image on like on the BBC, you know, all the windows, pretty much all the windows in the building are, you know, fire damaged or have smoke coming out of it. Um, Jesus. So he, he's, you know, he obviously sprayed a lot in and made, you know. And he did to- that before people got it. To work, he did that. Uh, I'm as people probably were already in the building. Okay, um, and so you know, and it's a tragic thing because I remember waking up to it and I, my wife sent it to me. Um, you know, friend, people were posting it on on Facebook, and it was just a tragic thing. And it's you know, it's kind of those things that it's 
you know, I've like here, you know, if somebody stole something, that's another mass shooting, you know, over there, the guy's like, well, I'm gonna set myself on fire and, and burn everybody. And it's, you know, it's just as bad and it's a sad thing. Um, and then even there were, uh, recently there were, uh, there were threats lobbied against, uh, Square Enix, um, by a 40 year old man who threatened to repeat the Kyoto animation fire at the Square Enix office, um, in, uh, Japan. And his reasoning was for, um, that he had, he was asking for money back from a game, a mobile game that he downloaded of the company's. Um, I'm assuming he spent money in it or, you know, bought the game, didn't enjoy it, wanted his money back or, you know, bought something in game and didn't get what he wanted or, you know, didn't allow him to win. Um, so he sent them a message through their contact us board um, saying that he would repeat the fire. So. And I just it's just kind of it's just kind of amazing that, you know, people, you know, after such a tragedy like that, they'll be like, you know what? fuck this game. I didn't get what I wanted or I didn't win. You know, I didn't like it. I want my fucking money back. Yeah. I'm not going to get it. I'm going to burn your fucking office down. That's well, you're not going to get your money back then either. Yeah. Um, so listen, I've been pretty angry sometimes, but never would I consider this type of, this type of action. Come on. No, I mean like, even like clearly, I mean, there's been points in my anime induced comas or no obsessions where I get very angry about things and I consider writing a nasty letter. Do people still write letters or they do social media? It's social media now. It's, it's, it's social media. It's Yelp. It's whatever. Social media. I mean, listen, I want a fucking sequel, a real sequel to Ninja Scroll. Finally, an official sequel. Can we get one, please? I mean, I've gotten really angry about that, but that's as far as it goes. And that's the thing is that I don't consider, you know, setting people on fire, you know, well, no, you can't do that here. You just send them, you know, art, you know, uh, anthrax or, you know, uh, mysterious powder in, a, in an envelope. Well, at least they have a fighting chance with that. <laughs> do they, though? I mean, I don't know. But it's but it's I think like it's where like if you when they're talking about like, oh, um, maybe kidnapping a CEO of a company and, and holding for ransom. I mean, that no harm, no foul. Nobody got hurt. No. No, I mean, if I mean, if you do it like the chase with Charlie Sheen and you don't, you know, you become friends with him along the drive, then maybe like Van Damme and Hard Target, just, you know, hire some people. That, hey, listen, you're going to get a fighting chance. Here's a, some money at the end and, and a key to escape and good luck. You know, have fun. But I mean, if and like the last one was over a fucking game, like if you bought the game, you didn't like it. I mean, I'm sorry, man, but I mean, shit happens like. You see a trailer for a game that looks fucking awesome. You wait for it, you buy it, you play it. It and it could and it fucking sucks. And you're like, oh, well, shit, this sucks. This is why, Greg, we need uh, an alien apocalypse because we need something really, we need something real to get angry about. I mean, something that's worth getting yeah. pissed off about and actually doing this yeah, type of shit for. Uh, you know, 150 years ago, we were worried about our crops and whether or not we were going to have enough rain. That Those are the things we worried about. We didn't have time to worry about trivial shit. Well, even then, it's, it's you know, even back then, like when, if you had a video game and you didn't like it, I mean, <laughs> you you didn't go off and like. Well, you let's know, make it comparable to 150 years ago. Like, let's well, say, like, well, let's say you read the latest um, dime novel and you just, you just hated it. Guess what took precedence? The fact that you had to go make sure your crops were okay. <laughs> 
Your survival <laughs> took more precedence than the fucking book. Oh, this Billy the Kid novel sucked this week. Well, shit, I better go make sure my crops are there so I can go buy a different one and maybe I'll like that one. <laughs> yeah. But that was, I mean, but that was back then when there wasn't, you know, video games, social media, and all that. And, you know, books weren't, you know, 20, 30 bucks a fucking pop. And they're, you know, I got to wait for the paperback. No. Yeah. Physical copies. No. But what else do we have in here? And then so actually we do have some uh, upcoming anime uh, on Netflix. Uh, Netflix is try is really, really pumping out a lot. <laughs> you really are. A lot of anime. And very impressive. I mean, it's awesome. I like it. They they don't really do a lot to promote it. Um, and in the, in the Evangelion show, I'll, there's, I'll touch on that. And there's actually a, a quote from the president of Funimation on that as well. But um, let's see. One um, upcoming in August. And this is just for August uh, that they have coming out. Uh, August 15th. And I'm actually really excited about this. It's a show called Cannon Busters, which is actually a, a it's a it's a story by an American artist named LaShawn Thomas from New York. And it basically started as a comic book. And then he went on to a manga or a comic book. No, it was a straight up comic book. Actually, I have the issues like buried somewhere in my house. Really? Um, it started off as a comic book. He actually has worked on the boondocks and I can see the style. I can see the similarities. I know he were, he was a character director on the boondocks. And then I think he did black dynamite as well. Uh, the black dynamite uh, animated series. And so this was his own uh, show. And then actually it's about three, two or three years ago, they actually did a date, like a announcement slash debut at anime expo, which I couldn't fucking get into because the line was, the line was ridiculously fucking long. <laughs> Dude, I am down with this. How did I not hear about this series? And that's my thing. Is this with, is a Western. There's oh, a Western vibe to it. Yeah. No, Greg, a, why were you holding out on me? Because <laughs> I didn't know what the release date was. I knew it was coming out. And then this is fucking fantastic. When I was looking up stuff for the show, it's like, oh, Cannon Busters, Netflix, 815. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then I also realized that 815 is also when the new Mindhunter series comes out. So me and my wife will be watching TV in separate bedrooms. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm going to be adding this to my list, Cannon Busters. The animation looks fantastic. It, no. it, uh, you said it's the creator or the writer of Boondocks? No, it's the, um, he's the, he was the character director. Oh, character director. Um, character design, like character, I believe character director, animation director for the Boondocks and Black Dynamite. Is he the one that did Afro Samurai as well? No, no, no. Okay, why am I thinking Afro Samurai for some reason? Uh, I don't know. It's, I mean, it's easy because it's kind of got, it's definitely kind of had that little bit of influence. It does, right? It kind of looks similar. But it's just kind of cool. Like, I don't want to say like steampunk Western, but it's it's got a little bit of that to it. It's almost like, it's like, a. did you ever watch, for those of you that have seen Trigun, Cannon Busters is a little bit like, is it has a little bit of a Trigun feel to it where it's that you know, Western feel, but it's also still got technology like cars and robotics and things like that. And, you know, guns and, and all that other cool stuff as well. Um, so 815 Netflix uh, will be debuting Cannon Busters. And that kind of goes along with my point with Netflix and all the anime they put out is they don't. They don't, in my opinion, do a great job of promoting it. Because. There's one on here that's from the from the director of Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo, mm -hmm. and I never even heard about it. Um, Insane. So, 
I'm really happy with all the stuff that Netflix is putting out, the stuff that they're they're bringing over. Um, the Baki the Grappler series, I, I literally stumbled upon. I didn't know it was coming out uh, on Netflix until it was out. And I was like, oh, shit. And I binge watched the entire fucking thing. Okay, backtracking just a moment. I apologize, Greg. So one of the writers on Cannon Busters was the writer and co-producer of Afro Samurai. Oh, okay. I, I knew there were too many similarities to some of the characters. I'm like, damn. I mean, there are some similarities to his lead character in there that look just like uh, the character. I forgot the name of the character now, but the um, role that was portrayed or voiced, I should say, by Samuel L. Oh, Jackson. Afro. Yeah, Afro. It's Jesus Afro, Christ. Yeah. yeah. It's in the fucking title, Mike. I know. <laughs> What's the title character of Afro Samurai? Afro? No, 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 no. He had a name. Yes, Afro or number one. Pick. Oh, man, that but my excitement or level like, and, for this? And Ninja Ninja was the was the ninja that he saw as well. You know, <laughs> what? I'm not kidding. It, 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 I'm 100 percent. It was oh, Ninja Ninja right. was the that's other right. yeah. Samuel Jackson voiced character. Yeah. Um, so my excitement level for this has just went through the roof. Maybe we should cover this. No, we're oh, we're show. going to because um, I'll bring you his art book. He he he's self taught. Um, really? Yeah, and his shit is fucking amazing. And it's also the funniest thing too. Like in his art book. One of the images is from a series called uh, Gurren Lagann, or if you everybody knows by the longer name, which is Tenga Tapa Gurren Lagann, which is like a mech anime. Is that German? Fuck, I don't know, man. That sounds German. You should it, know. It, it, Come on. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Mike. People don't know. He's You're very tall. I'm tall, I'm bald, and I'm white. You're very I mean, I'm fluorescent. Well, I'm like let's, alabaster. Let's, let's replace white with Aryan. That doesn't make it sound any better, Mike. Nordic. We'll go with Nordic. That sounds a little bit better. Norwegian, if you will. Um, fuck. Well, right now you made me lose track of my fucking thought. Uh, cannon Busters. Oh, Cannon Busters. Um, and it's funny because he, he there's a piece in there that he draws of the main characters from Grunlagen. And then he's got like a little baggie of weed right there next to his pencil box. And I'm like, <laughs> cool. Like, fucking awesome. I get like. Hey, listen, everyone's hey. inspired in different ways. Hey, man, you know what? He's a fucking awesome artist. Uh, the art book I got from him, uh, he went through and personalized every copy that he sold. Um, so when I got it, it like said to Greg and it had a little sketch in it of the main character from Cannon Busters. And he took extra time to do that shit, which is fucking awesome. So definitely going to be covering that show. Definitely when that comes out, we'll be doing a review on it. Um, I'm extremely excited for it. Uh, well, now I am. Thanks to you. Yeah. <laughs> but this is why I like doing this show. So when we had decided and sat down uh, as a as a group for the network and said, let's figure out some new shows we can throw on to Rayman Digital. When Bobby mentioned an anime show, I was like, dude, yes, because it's a great way to find time. The reason why I don't read mangas or watch anime as much as i used to is because i just as you grow up and you have responsive grow up what am i five as you mature and you become an adult and you're no longer an adolescent you become busy and you don't have time to do those things as much at least i don't and when we have shows that's considered work then it's like you know what now I have a reason. <laughs> I got to put in some work. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be busy. <laughs> Sorry, son. Make your own dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's hot pockets in the freezer, son. Just pop it in for, you know, two and a half minutes and you're fine. But don't eat it right away. Or it's going to burn the fuck out of your mouth. Okay. <laughs> My son was like a shocked when he saw uh, I was watching Evangelion. He just comes in with a smile on his face. He's all, what are you doing? Like, I'm <laughs> watching 
Evangelion. He's like, you don't watch that. I'm like, you don't know. <laughs> what do you know? You're 11. <laughs> but he was like laughing at me because I guess he's watched it too on Netflix. And he's a big anime guy, but he watches Jeez. he watches Wait, the how, how old is he? He's eleven, but he watches this, he watches the stuff that his profile allows him to watch. Cause I he has a Netflix account, but only a kid Netflix account. Wow. So if, it, so if there's anything overly mature, he can't watch it. So he'll watch the things that is allowed in his age range. So he was like all surprised. He's like, wait a second. You watch this? I'm like, yeah. I don't know why he sounds like Keanu Reeves in my mind. He's like, you know, wait a second. Whoa, dad. Whoa, you watch this? You watch anime? Whoa. <laughs> I'm your son. You're beautiful. Um, Listen to Rufus. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> now, now that's how I'm going to be your son every now and then. That's, really, just... that's literally how I was making my son sound, and I didn't realize it until afterward. Yeah, no, too bad. He, that, is, uh, that, is, that is what he is now. So <laughs> he is uh, fucking Keanu Reeves now. That is, God, man, we, we warp things so much on this fucking show. Oh, so. yeah. Um, but. Cannon Busters. <laughs> yeah, Cannon Busters. So Cannon Busters. We'll get through it eventually. Yeah, we'll get through it. And then uh, the next show that's coming out is Hero Mask Part 2. Uh, which is another, again, Netflix kind of sneak into their anime selection. Um, it's one I started watching and then I got, I started catching up on My Hero Academia. So this one got thrown to the wayside. But Hero Mask is set in a fictional version of London. James Blood is a hot-blooded officer working for the Elite Special Service of Crime or the SSC division within the Capitol Police Department. Sarah Sinclair is a subordinate to Crown Prosecutor Monica Campbell, who witnesses her suddenly drop dead while working on a high-profile case involving the Live Corporation. Shortly thereafter, the police station is attacked by an enemy James thought long dead. James ends up teaming with Sarah to uncover the perpetrators behind these events, dragging them into a conspiracy involving Live, escaped prisoners who suddenly, who supposedly died years ago, and masks that give their wearers superhuman abilities. Um, the trailer for this looks extremely like. It, the, the trailer for this, if you go and watch it, it pops around a lot, so it doesn't really tell you what it's about. It just kind of like goes all over the place. Out of the two episodes I watched of this, it's definitely, there's a lot going on from the two episodes that I got. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the... the who, studio, who are the creative powers behind this one? So for Hero Mask, it's directed and written by Hiroyasu Aoki. And he has done others. Let me see what other shows he has. I was going to mention the studio, uh, studio Pero or Pero uh, Company Limited um, that does the animation. They've done other shows such as uh, Fushigi Yugi, for those of you that are as old as me and Mike, uh, Bleach, Naruto, Yu Yu Hakusho, Flame of Rekka. Is this poster kind of playing with the imagery to purposely look a little bit like Akira? Is it just me or does no, it? No, no, no. That's, I got the same thing as you. Okay. And I don't, probably a, a little bit, but I don't think intentionally. Huh. I mean, not that that's a bad thing. I mean, if you're trying to use visual imagery to evoke like a, an emotion or feeling to make you think of something, I mean, why not use Akira? Well, I mean, yeah, Akira is one of the um, most iconic animes of all yeah. time. So um, there's really not a lot on this, is there? There's not, I mean, that's like that description barely even scratches the surface of how the show plays out. So 
it's another one that I'm going to, that's on my list to be watching. But this is already out or part one is already out. Part two is coming out uh, this month and it actually comes out on the 23rd of August. Okay. And we'll post so. these links on our, on the website when the show goes on demand. So people can have access to yeah. what we're talking about. So here at Sayoki, he's directed Hero Mask. And then he's also, uh, he directed one episode of the show, No Game, No Life, which is actually kind of a pretty cool video game. Uh, kind of a really cool video game uh, related anime where a brother and sister who are basically gods of gaming get sucked into a video game world and they kind of play, they play the game. They know how things work. So they play to their strengths. Um, and he's actually only written, the only thing he's ever written has been Hero Mask. So not really a lot from him. It looks interesting. I mean, I'll oh. check it out at least. It's on my list. I started watching. I thought it was awesome. And then. And the, the first season is already available. Yeah. So correct? everybody yeah. that's listening, the first season is on Hero is already on Netflix. If you hear this on, you know, August 23rd, you can binge watch seasons one and two, which 10 to one is what's going to happen with me. Yeah. I'll check it out. And, Why not? I mean, it's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. So might as well. And I mean, again, Netflix has a lot. It, this is the thing is that Netflix has their sleeper hits. They're like sleeper animes. You don't know they're there, but they're out. They just kind of release them. There's no big promotion like we see with Funimation that does it with like, you know, like the new season of My Hero Academia uh, or no, Boku no, you know, Boku no Hero Academia for everybody that would rather have the full Japanese uh, title. Oh, look at you. Yeah. They, Funimation promotes everything out of their shows, um, you know, or Netflix is kind of like you see little they put little trailers up. And they just kind of, you know, kind of go by almost like a word of mouth. Um, so Hero Mask is more or less my type of thing. It's yeah. more mature, more serious. Yeah, you'll you'll like it, Mike. Because I I know I'm going to be, cons- I know there may be anime fans that hate me when I say this, because I don't know the technical name for it, but I'm not <laughs> the biggest fan of like the the teardrop eyes. Like, bleak, aha! I'm not really... <laughs> big into the, the hyper exaggerated yeah i mean there are some that i do in fact watch and that i've been drawn to like the roroni kenshin series that was like that and yet i was okay with it because the story was so good that i kind of looked past some of the naivete of the animation and some of the characters but uh for the most part i'm, I'm drawn to more of the more of the series yeah yeah and then the third anime that's coming to Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. Is that a new one? Yeah, Netflix. It's a new streaming service. And yet another new streaming service. Yep, for people with lisps. <laughs> um, Netflix on the 30th. So at the end of the month, we are going to see the premiere of Carol and Tuesday. Um, so oh, Car- you're, you're going. Yeah. Nice. We're going to go through this last uh, Netflix release, and then we're going to take a short break and then come back and then talk about the upcoming uh, fall 2019 season of anime. Uh, so this one is actually what I'm pretty excited for. Uh, it's basically set in the future on a partially terraformed Mars. And it basically centers around teenagers, Tuesday Simmons, um, who runs away from her posh life as the daughter of a politician and makes her way to Alva city to pursue her dream of being a musician with just a suitcase and a Gibson acoustic guitar. Mm. It's not just a guitar, but it's a Gibson. I like that. So very specific product placement, right? Exactly. There. Um, and then on her first day, she crosses paths with another character named Carol Stanley, another aspiring musician who plays piano. And then they decide to team up as a singer songwriter duo under the name Carolyn Tuesday. Um, so this series is actually uh, directed by uh, Sinichiro Watanabe. Hopefully I said that right. 
uh, who is uh, he's known for directing the critically acclaimed and commercially successful anime series wow. Cowboy Bebop, Samurai Shampoo, and Space Dandy. Wow. Um, so well now I have to check this one out. Jesus Christ. Um, so and he also did two shorts, um, the short films Kid Story and a Detective Story for both parts of the Wachowskis uh, Animatrix. Yeah, which were excellent. So excellent. Um, so I've I love Cowboy Bebop. I love Samurai Shampoo. Yep. Um, Samurai Shampoo a little bit more because it's got that hip hop feel, and I. Yeah. No, know. I'm with you there. Yeah. So, um, so when I was looking this up, and I was like, oh, who did you know who's making this and and seeing who worked on it, and then he popped up, and I was like, shit. And then Studio Bones, um, is producing it. Studio Bones has done shows like Wolf's Reign, Eureka Seven. So there's going to be a theatrical release of this. Not a the um, oh because you said you're going to go see it. So well, I'm going like, to go. I'm going to watch it. At, I mean, it's going to come out at the end of the month. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to set up my TV outside and make it feel like a drive-in. No, what I'm going to do is make um, it an event. Is I'm going to put uh, I'm going to lay uh, blankets. I'm going to stretch them out over the ceiling and then make a cave around my TV and me. <laughs> and then I'm just going to hold myself up there until I finish all 24 episodes. Yeah. And give it the whole experience. Like yeah. get, get some popcorn, put a hole in it, tell your yeah. wife to help you out. You know, there's some popcorn at the bottom. You know, there's a, you know, there's a tentacle in there for you. Um, you know, I might even get tentacle grape soda. So, yeah. which is a real thing for those of you that, yeah. that don't know. Yeah. So, um, Sounds like a good time. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad I wasn't invited. <laughs> Stay out of this bike. No, this one is definitely going to be a really, uh, I think it's going to be a great one. Uh, just from the trailer, uh, Watanabe, I mean, you know, I have high hopes for it just because of him directing Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Shampoo. Um, and the fact it's produced by by by, Bone, by Studio Bones. Yeah. Um, which did a bunch of other series that I really enjoy. So these are some good, solid releases coming up and in that's, August. And that's, that's, and that's kind of the, kind of a shitty thing is that. You know, going through finding like, okay, what's coming out? I'm like, what's coming out on Netflix? Because like, you know, like I this said, is just Netflix too, and this is just Netflix. This isn't even talking about what's coming out um, in the fall 2019 season. Um, that'll be, you know, depending on the show, it'll be either be on Crunchyroll or Funimation. Um, you know, whatever Amazon picks up. I'm not sure how Amazon picks up their rights to things. Like they mostly I think have a lot of, I don't want to say older shows, or they don't really kind of make they don't really make big announcements about the anime that they acquire. They just kind of quietly put it up there um so so definitely a lot coming out for um the rest of the month anime wise uh through netflix and actually right now guys we're gonna take a short break and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna go over the 2019 uh fall anime season what we're looking forward to what what we feel will be worth watching and what we will plan on watching and you know go from there there's no way that can be right. Cut it. The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show. <laughs> exactly. See, Tommy, <laughs> see, Thomas, now. Thomas, you were on the right track. Thank you. Because that's the first thing I thought. This is a story worthy of Andrew. Hell who else? Fuck. Who else pees in their mouth in the oh shower? Oh, my God. So here's what happened. I just got off of uh, oh. a, a super long, like, 13-hour work break, right. right? Running off of, like, three hours of sleep. Wake up, get in the shower. Skipping some time, I just let go in the shower. Right? Pee in the shower. Who, no hasn't, who right. hasn't? Right. Animals. Animals. This is happening. You guys, wait, hold on. Let's, let's tackle this first. <laughs> You guys pee in the shower? I've yeah. done it every now and then. 
Who doesn't pee in the shower? Uh, wow, You're not supposed Kayla. to. Kayla. Thank you, Raina. Thank you. <laughs> Finally. Don't let Raina fool you. Raina pees in the shower. <laughs> Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, RAINMAN, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, Mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code RAINMAN. Again, that's RAINMAN. Because without it, no free stuff. That's RAINMAN at adamandeve.com. All right, everybody, and we're back with episode two of Otaku, uh, as I've aptly named it. Like every anime show uh, has a a very long, very complex title. This is episode two, the update show news. Yes, there is news. And so with that, as we're talking about anime that's coming out, we're going to be talking about the fall 2019 anime season. So a lot of stuff that's going to be coming out in October. Uh, a lot of new stuff. A lot of series are returning with, you know, second seasons, third seasons, and so on. Uh, so we're going to kind of go over some, you know, some of what's coming out. There's a lot coming out. So Too much. Holy shit. Yeah. There's a shit ton of stuff coming out. Uh, again, guys, a lot of this, some of this will end up on Crunchyroll. Some of this will end up on Funimation. Some of it might end up being fan subbed. Um, you know, if it's not licensed out here yet, uh, one of the big ones that's coming out and one that I'm excited for because they're going to finally get in the, just based on the, where the, where I've read through the manga, it's going to be fucking rad is Boku no Hero Academia for the fourth season or my hero academia season four. It's, it will premiere on TV in Japan at, on October 12th at, uh, 530 that's Japanese standard time so which means it'll be on Funimation it's one of their simul dubs or simulcasts uh so Funimation should... goes by Japanese time well this is the this is just my anime list.net oh, oh so this is everything it's not uh just Funimation stuff oh, okay I was like that's pretty legit way to keep it real right uh then the next big one and then another one that's coming out uh for those of you that have followed the Sword Art Sword Art Online series um Alec is Alec Alakization War of Underworld, uh, which is basically the second part of Sword Art Online Alakization. Um, the licensor is Anaplex of America, so most likely it'll end up, I believe the Sword Art Online series has been on Crunchyroll. Um, have you watched any of the Sword Art Online stuff, Mike? I have not. No, this is this stuff right here is new, the last ones you've mentioned. So for those of you that, uh, I'll cover the, these two real quick. Uh, Sword Art Online, if you haven't seen it, the first three, four seasons, however they're 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 put together are out um and it basically follows basically if you were trapped in an mmo oh, is, okay. is the basic uh description so it follows kirito 
who ends up getting trapped in an MMO called Sword Art Online by the creator and finds out that basically it's a full immersive. So you put on this headgear. So it's basically VR to the next level. So you feel and taste everything in the game. Um, you can sleep, you can, and in the main, in the first season, you find out that you can die in there. So if you die in the game, you die in real life. It's actually, it was actually a really good show. It, I, I binged watched it. I fucking the first two seasons. Um, in a fucking weekend, I think, so or three days. So it's really good. I mean, if you like MMOs and video games, it's a cool little, you know, cool little anime to watch. I haven't been keeping up with it because of everything. Because of all the other shit that I've been watching, <laughs> just so much. You um, literally need another life to watch regular TV and then all this anime. I just need to. I just need to basically make it to where I can work for myself, so I can sit there and watch anime while I do shit, while I do web design and, and create art. That's how I watch most of my stuff because I work from home. I just pop it onto one of the screens and not anime because I haven't been, I've been out of the loop for a while, but everything else I watch. For those of you that don't know, Mike has basically a matrix setup. So he has a chair that reclines and then screens just all around. Yeah. And constantly plays really shitty techno music. <laughs> he's basically well, the guy. It's from not Gra- shitty. It's just, it's from the nineties. So it's it, just, he's basically the guy from grandma's boy. If anybody's seen that film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Um, and then Boku no hero, uh, for those of you that haven't seen it, is basically if the world had superheroes, if people were born with what they call quirks or superpowers. Um, and it follows uh, the story of Deku, who is born without a quirk, who basically goes through and meets his hero, the hero All Might, and finds that he can still be a hero. And it follows his kind of journey to becoming a hero and his relationship with All Might and his fellow students and, up, you know, and upcoming heroes. Um. The, it's been awesome. Uh, they have a movie out that was really awesome. Uh, Boku no Hero Academia to Heroes. Um, so if you haven't checked out uh, Boku no Hero yet, uh, it's on Funimation. Uh, you can binge watch it in English and Japanese if you Japanese. Prefer, you know, prefer one or the other, subs or dubs. Oh, it's all about the subs, bro. So you have, you know, your choice. Um and then the fourth season of Food Wars or uh, Shokugeki no Soma, Shin no Sara, uh, is coming out. Uh, there's no release dates yet, but those two will also be coming out in October along with Boku no Hero. Um, so all these are slated for October. Um, go over a few other ones real quick. Psycho Pass 3? Yep. Third season of Psycho Pass is coming out. All right. Um, so you've got a lot to binge watch, Mike. Um, a new season of uh, Seven Deadly Sins or Nanatsu no Taiza, uh, Kamagami no Gekirin. I'm probably saying this all wrong. Um, yeah, I'm going to interrupt you for a second here. Now, have you watched Fairy Gone? I started to. Dude, I just watched a trailer for it. Oh, no. Fa- like the first. like Holy shit. Yeah, the first episode of Fairy Gone, like a whole ton of shit happened. So if you have like. That's another one to, to definitely check out. And then <laughs> a second um, season is coming out. Jesus, what are you doing yeah. to me, Greg? Um, Mike, I'm not doing anything. I'm taking the stance of a, taking advantage of me. I'm taking adva- I'm taking the stance of a drug dealer. I'm just merely <laughs> putting it in front of you. I'm not forcing you to watch it or take it. <laughs> but I've given you samples. And if you choose to dive in, that's not my fault. That's true. Um, at least that was the line that was given to me when I got into anime. So, you know, um, I thought you were going to say heroin. No, at least that's what (laughs) at least that's what was sold to me when I was when I was freebasing black tar heroin back in back in Wrigley Field with Harry Gary back in the 90s. 
I mean, was he alive back in the 90s? I don't fucking know. (laughs) But, all right. So a few other ones that I'm excited about. Fate Grand Order, which follows the, uh, which is in the Fate Stay Night series. um, Follows the seventh Holy, the Holy Grail War. Uh, so definitely, if you like Fates of the Night series, check that out. There's a ton of shit coming out, guys. So if, uh, myanimelist.net, check out uh, their seasonal anime, Fall 2019. There's a ton of shit coming out. So of all of these ones, Greg, what are you looking forward to the most? Fuck. And not, not what, you know, let's make this, let's close out the show with a little bit of um, Greg. With a little bit of Greg. A little, <laughs> a little bit of Greg. Now, we went through a lot of titles here. Now, not including season twos or things you've watched all new what are the top five must watches so top five is fate grand order Mm -hmm. that's brand new that's a whole new series um i love the fate stay night series i actually play the fate grand order game um on my phone i have the the game on my ps4 so so that was number that's number one number one um as your lane uh is coming out um that's basically based on uh, ships that are also females that do battle. It's also based off a of video game. That's bizarre. Okay, yeah. number three. Um, I know we said no uh, season two or anything, but Fairy Gone is definitely one that I'm going to have to watch. Watch. Yeah. And then uh, Babylon, which is a thriller. It sounds really fucking weird. That's usually the best anime, dude. And so... I'm looking forward to that and just the anime, like the, 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 the preview picture looks really cool. Um, no guns life. Another one that I'm looking forward to. Was that three or four? Yeah, that's four right there. That's yeah. four. Okay. One more. And then, um, these are actually, uh, ONAs. They're like one shots is the Gundam bill drivers re, uh, rise. I've gotten like the, the Gundam series uh, the Gundam, like gunplay series that they did. Um, which basically centers around building Gundam models and then using them to battle each other. Um, They just put out a game um, on iOS and Android, which is Gunplay Gunplay Battle uh, Gundam Warriors, where you basically get to collect parts of mechs from the Gundam series, all of them, build your own, and battle them against people. That sounds interesting as well. There's a lot there. Yeah, there's... There's a lot I'm going to be watching, so there's a lot coming out, guys. I really appreciate you guys coming back for episode two. And also, guys, like we said, we're going to be having another episode where we're going to be talking about the Neon Genesis Evangelion Netflix release and how it compares to the original. Does it hold up or does it fall flat? So, again, guys, my name is Greg. Mike's joining me in the in the studio. And again, guys, this has been Otaku. Thank you guys so much. Uh, You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Spotify, Google Play. RainmanDigitalMedia.com. Did I get the website right? You did. Holy shit. <laughs> All right. Fucking awesome. I've been saying it. I'm like, fuck, what is it? It's RainmanDigital.com, RainmanDigitalMedia.com. I'm on with the second one. So thank you guys. Have a great fucking night or day, depending on when you listen to this. And we'll catch you next time. Railed that.